Hi all my happy enders. It is another week gone by. God, I cannot believe how fast this is going. Holy shit. Okay, so um, sponsors. Still have all of our sponsors. We don't have any new ones, so if anybody wants to play, uh, please contact us at joyshappyendings at gmail.com and I will do your ad for you. And I'm fucking good at this shit. Uh, so first of all, we have Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron, like, you guys all cooked for Thanksgiving. You don't want to think anymore. You don't want to go to the grocery store anymore because you probably gained 20 pounds by all the shit that you ate. So our Blue Apron will actually go shopping for you. They will send you a box with all of your ingredients in it, and all you have to do is follow the fucking easy step-by-step -step recipe, and you have food. And nobody has to see that you are now gaining 20 pounds because of that goddamn turkey. Um, so if you want, you can use blueapron.com slash happy endings, which is B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N dot C-O-M slash H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S, and you get 30% off your first box. And you can keep it going. Like they will send it to you monthly or weekly. You can pause if you want to, if you're going on vacation, anything like that. Um, it's super easy service to do. Um, also, we have Famous Smoke Shop. A famous smoke shop, like, like I've always said, what goes better after a happy ending than a smoke? Um, Christmas is coming, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Atheist Day. I don't know what the fuck you guys celebrate, but you can smoke it up. With Famous Smoke Shop, you can use promo code HOT20, which is H-O-T-2-0, and get $20 off purchase of $145 or more. Or HOT10, H-O-T-1-0, and get $10 off a purchase of $85 or more. Uh, we have Handy App. Uh, you don't want to clean up after Thanksgiving because you're fucking tired now. And you did a bunch of shit. So let Handy App do that for you. Handy App will clean your house. They will clean your pool. They will build shit that you buy for your kids that you don't know what to do. And you get... 30% off your first booking if you use promo code APPSAVE30, which is A-P-P-S-A-V-E-3-0. And that is thanks to Happy Endings Podcast. Uh, we also have Shoe Dazzle. If you don't know what to get the whore in your life, the shoe whore in your life, um, she likes shoes. We all like shoes. Fucking shoes are awesome. Maybe the guy at the office that you don't know what to get, he might wear shoes with heels behind your back and you don't know and this would make him super happy and happy endings is all about making people happy so shoe dazzle it is a monthly subscription where they send you shoes to your house you do not have to leave the house this is my favorite thing ever and you can use promo code happy shoes h-a-p-p-y-s-h-o-e-s and get ten dollars for your first box like fuck that's amazing dollar days Let's stock some stuffing, stuff some stockings. That's what I meant to say. Let's, uh, if you don't want to do that, like anything, if you just want to cancel Christmas and just buy shit, uh, Dollar Days is a super awesome bulk warehouse. They have bulk items and it's amazing what they have. Um, they gave us two promo codes, Happy Endings 20, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S 2-0, and you get $20 off a purchase of 200 or more. Or Happy Endings Ship, H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-S-H-I-P, and you get a flat fee of $9.95 shipping and handling. Uh, this episode, I have Earl Skakel. Earl Skakel is a Skakel, and also he was a Kennedy, or is, not was, a Kennedy. Uh, Earl came to my friend Cassandra's house, which you can listen to her podcast, uh, Happy Endings with Cassandra Cass, um, if you want to do that. 
Earl was a super awesome guest. He is super funny. He's a regular at the comedy store, and I hope you guys enjoy. Oh my god, I was re-watching one of the massages we did, and I was like, holy shit, my ass is in that a lot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I'm coming down. There you are. Okay, ready? One, two, three. And one, two, three. Ha ha. Okay. That shit. <laughs> okay, throw it all around. Okay, okay, what am I doing? Okay, I'm ending that. I'm doing that. And that is recording. Perfect. Okay. Do you want the sheet over you? Or are you cold? Oh, uh, I don't care. Whatever you guys do. Let's do this. And everything's adjustable, so the face dress is too high. Oh, that's fine. Get undressed. Get under the sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. Just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. On the table right now, we have Mr. Earl Gable. Thank you so much for coming. No problem. All right. And have you ever had a massage before? Uh, yeah. Okay. Some people haven't. Some people are like, I don't know what to do. So, but obviously you're comfortable with your body which is actually very nice well uh, you know uh yeah why wouldn't i be <laughs> and have you i like asking first like have you ever broken anything or anything i have a torn acl on the right leg okay but it's totally fine when did you do that uh it's a long story but uh originally in 92 but it wasn't Diagnosed till 2004. Wow. So for 12 years, I had no ACL, but didn't know about it. You used to play hockey, though, right? Still do. You still do? Okay. What position? Uh, I have a really hard shot, so I get to play wherever I want. Okay. And where do you play? All over. I mean, I'm like a rover. <laughs> like, I've hurt people hitting them with my shot. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. I think I just do that. I wouldn't even aim for the goal. I just aim for people. I don't. I aim to intimidate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if I hit the uh, goalie. I just want to scare the shit out. I just want to hurt people. Which is well, I don't want to hurt people. Oh, me. I mean, neither do I. <laughs> so how does the, does the microphone pick me up talking? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. You're good. I can see you talking every time you talk. Yeah, it's going. <laughs> it's going on like two different recordings too, just in case, because I've actually lost a couple, and that is painful because that just means I did an hour massage for fucking nothing. Right. So what do you want to talk about today? Well, uh, what's your podcast? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll talk about whatever. I'm an open book, so you can ask me any question, and you'll get the answer. Well, I know you've been on a ton of podcasts, but and they've all kind of relived everything. Like we all know, you're a Kennedy, and how you grew up, and all that good stuff. Which is kind of why I was hoping you had like painful, broken bones or something that we could kind of elaborate on and be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, not really. I mean, my body's pretty uh, in pristine condition. Your body's a temple. Do you know Jeff? I. Uh... I think I met him once, 
but uh, the Skakels and the Kennedys have, uh, you know, were raised very far apart from each other. My aunt is Ethel, for those not knowing the connection. Oh, and I wanted to say congratulations, because your podcast, what was it, like two, three weeks ago, was number one? Uh, Yeah, but someone reported me for a music violation. Fuckers! So now I'm not on the charts at all. Oh, oh, you're with us now. Welcome to the low side. (laughs) That's all good. It's probably some loser uh, roast battle comic. Yeah. (laughs) My whole thing is, and I still go by this, if you're going to say something mean on the internet, as soon as you press enter, it needs to take a picture of you, and it's going to be a 400-pound guy with no shirt on, eating mac and cheese out of the pan with a wooden spoon. Like, I can picture this guy. He has a cat that's terrified and tries to run away. He doesn't have a name. He's just Miss Kitty. Yeah. Lover. I mean, I don't have too many enemies, so I don't know who it was, but... uh... Somebody you hit it with a hockey puck. Uh, it's possible. You guy gave me a bruise, and then my sister's wedding was the next day. I don't know where that came from. So who knows, but, uh, you know, just keep on doing it. It'll go back up. Well, Apple's not very helpful. Apple so. is Apple. Apple and I. Well, listen to us on uh, Apple. Yeah, please listen to us <laughs> on iTunes. But they are the only game in town. So, right. Well, it's just like it's never SoundCloud. Exactly, and it's normally both, and it's still iTunes is going to be the ones that listen to most. I mean, it's just like the books I publish. I have, you know, Kindle has the monopoly. Everybody reads yeah. Kindle. I mean, some of my books are on Nook and ugh, whatever the other ones are, Kobo and all that. But all of my reads are from Kindle. Like Amazon has just grasp that monopoly. I mean, I think it's something like 80% of all podcast listens go through iTunes. Uh-huh. So, uh, I mean, SoundCloud's important, but it's like, who the hell listens to that? I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's for, I guess SoundCloud's for people who don't do the iTunes thing. Uh-huh. And I have iTunes on my phone, but you can't get podcasts on it. Like, I cannot pull up my, pod, my podcast on Apple Music. Yeah, they're weird. Uh, Apple's a weird. Like, they sent me an email saying you didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, well, just put me back to where I was. Yeah. Which I think at the time was number eight. And they're like, well, we can't guarantee chart position. It's like, I know that, but, like, I was number eight. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm still up there. I didn't drop 200 spots in one day. So it's just been a pain in the ass. No, well, Happy Endings with Joy Eileen should not be on the same page as me. Well, there are ways to hack uh, hack into iTunes, but I think they're catching up on all those ways. Ooh, well, um, when I turn this off, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem hacking anything. I think you have to pay, like, people in, like, Malaysia or something, and they manipulate the system. I like Malaysian. <laughs> they make Hot Wheels. It's a mama three boys right there. That's where the Hot Wheels are made. Where are the three boys? They are, oh, one of them can kiss my ass and I don't care where he is. I'm so mad at him right now. Um, the other one, 
Oh, he's he's a super nerd like his mom. So um, he plays this card game, Magic of the Gathering. Okay. And so he's doing that tonight. And the little one is just, I don't know, probably annoying the fuck out of John right now. He's just roaming Santa Clarita. Yes. He's seven. <laughs> he's good. Wait, who lives here then? This is Cassandra's. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is my dad. <laughs> I like it. Gone with the wind. On display. Yeah. Well, um, we used to have a place. Emily used to have a place, and then we lost it. So Cassandra has been kind enough to let me rub naked people in her <laughs> living room. Until we have our things set up. Yeah, until we get anything set up. Anybody has any offices, please contact us. <laughs> Don't send dick pics. Are you kidding me? I love it. Uh, yeah. This is your home. <laughs> okay. I love that. So how did you get started with hockey? Um, you know, hockey was never really big on television in L.A. No. But yeah, because you grew up out here, right? I grew up in L.A. Uh-huh. and the, the Kings, which is the hockey team out here, uh, they weren't on TV a lot. So, But for whatever reason, I got the New York Rangers games on cable, and there was this huge player, a big white guy with an afro, and he didn't wear a helmet. <laughs> and he was just so much bigger than everybody that I became fascinated with him. And uh, that's how I got into it. I wanted to be Barry Beck. Mm-hmm. And then I met him. And, uh, you know, met him at a nightclub years later. And he was nice. And uh, there you go. So it wasn't the case of don't meet your idols because they're dicks? He was cool. Okay. Have you ever met anyone that's a dick? Yeah, I met... Uh, you know, your older listeners would uh, know this movie, the Bruce Lee movie, Enter the Dragon. And uh, I met one of the guys from Enter the Dragon one day at the doctor's office. And I was like, oh, Mr. Saxon, I'm a big fan. Enter the Dragon's like my favorite movie. Can I have your autograph? And he just looked at me and goes, I don't have the time. Mm. It's like, dude, that's all you have. <laughs> could have been like, why are you dying of cancer? Like, yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, like, he hadn't been in anything of note in a long time, so he had the time. <laughs> what about musicians? Because I know you're a huge music fan. Yeah, all the people I've had on my podcast from various uh, 80s bands have all been super cool, so uh, that's been, I've been lucky in that regard. We're actually, I'm talking to this guy right now, he was in an 80s hair band. I don't know what band it was, because every time I ask, he kind of like skirts around it. But um, he was like, I'll do your podcast. Okay. I bet I know. Do you? I mean. All I know is his first name is Fred. Fred Corey? I don't don't know. All I know is his first name is Fred. Where'd you meet him? Um... Okay, so I massage a lady who is, like, straight-up CSI. She does fingerprints for all of, like, L.A. and Lancaster and all that. And he is in a movie with Matt. He's filming a movie right now with Matt Damon um, in Athens. And he also does hair, and he's her hairstylist. Oh, okay. So she was talking to him and she's like oh my god my massage therapist joy she's super funny she's super talented she has a podcast and he was like i'll do her podcast and then she gave him my phone number and we've been talking back and forth but every time i'm like so 
So what band were you in? It like gets skirted across. So right. I don't know. We will find out if I ever get him on the table. So and Rat's your favorite band, right? Yes. Yes. R A T T. R A T T. Rat. Yeah, like I had the singer from Rat on, and he was awesome. So, uh, you know, I haven't had too many bad experiences with people yet. Well, that's good. How long have you been in the comedy scene? Uh, almost 20 years. Damn. It's a long time to do it. Oh, okay, I do have a question. Sure. I got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm host of a podcast. Do you guys like, do you think I'd be better at this? Um, okay, so when you were doing Undying Up Here, uh-huh. I'm sure there was like a huge resurgent of people reading the book. Because I know that's kind of when I read the book, I'm dying up here. Right. Did you ever get anybody who was like, tried to ask questions about the old school comedy store and Lebeckin and anything like that? Oh, sure. I mean, I think it was confusing to some people. It was very confusing. Because the show didn't go uh, directly off the book. So they were like, well, who's Santino playing? And you know, who's uh, Eric Griffin playing and mm-hmm. Al Madrigal, uh, you know, because we had Richard Pryor. Right. Because Richard Pryor, but I think everyone else was loosely based on other people. I think it was like a combination of people, too, because, like, at some point you're like, oh, I know who it is in the book, and then they do something else that was closer to another character, and you're like, okay, maybe that's that person. Yeah, it's like, was Goldie Mitzi, or was she just a Mitzi-like figure? Right, and she even said, too, like, I'm the one, not Mitzi. Yes, she did. Uh, so I think it kind of confused people, because uh, the people who I thought would want to watch the show were the ones who read the book, and they probably were like, what is this? <laughs> right. And I'm sure, like, a lot of the older people who were actually during that time, like during the comedy strike and everything, did they, did they consult them or did they just know? I don't know. I was pretty low on the totem pole. so We got uh, excited every time we saw you. Oh, I loved it. I mean, they treated me very well. Uh, but, you know, it's like people would ask me who Don Marrero is playing, and I'm like, I don't know. Fitzy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> right. But who was Fitzy? Like, could have been, like, Buddy Hackett or, you know, Don Rickles type guy but so i think it was a very confusing uh you know show to a lot of people it was I, when i finally separated the two it helped because i was like okay this obviously is not going anywhere near the book so i'm just gonna say it's just the same name and, and just watch it for what it is so i mean it, I, i'm bummed out it's not coming back but, i am uh, too you know it had a good run it was a good show though too because, like, you know, we have Crashing out there that tries to show stand-up comedy, but, like, Crashing just makes it seem like every comedian is ridiculously nice, and they're like, sure, come sleep on my couch. And, I mean, obviously that's not how, I mean, I don't know how it is in New York. Maybe it is. <laughs> well, yeah, they're super nice. They're super they're nice. so nice. They actually are. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, Crashing isn't the stand-up world I grew up in. Right. Pretty cutthroat. Now, who passed you? Adam. I was the first person Adam passed. Okay. Along with uh, Candace Thompson. 
Oh, that's right. John took, I remember that. When you got your name painted on the wall, John took your picture and he was all excited. Oh, so was I. It's a long process. <laughs> yes, and as long as Adam is reigning over the comedy store, my name is never going on that wall. Now, why do you say that? Because <laughs> I don't know why, but being around him, my awkwardness just shines. She, somehow, every time he's around, she's in the middle of humping the air yeah. or telling an imaginary person to suck her dick mm-hmm. or saying something along the lines of, he probably just told jokes to her pussy. <laughs> and before she knew who he was, she just walked over him and was like, you smell good. I, did. <laughs> I didn't know who he was because he's so elusive. Right. That for, I mean, as we go to the comedy store all the time. For me to not know who he was, that's saying something. And we were on sacred grounds, and this guy was standing next to me, and I was like, oh, you smell good. And he's all, thank you. And then he walked away, and Emily's eyes were, like, super wide. And I'm like, okay, context clues. I don't know what just happened. And she's like, that was Adam. And I was like, fuck. Why didn't I call him your liege? Fuck. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, but Adam will be straight up with you. Like, he'll tell you. Like, Adam runs from me, and I don't blame him. <laughs> But he runs from everyone. Yeah. He's got like literally every night he's up there, it's, you know, two, literally 200 people wanting something from him. Yeah. I mean, I know when I host Potluck, it's the same thing. Yeah. And that's just hosting Potluck. I can't imagine what he goes through. No, yeah, because I really... And from top comics, like mm-hmm. people who get three spots, they want four. And people who get one want two. People who don't get the main room want to know why. It's just like endless. But were you around when Tommy was around? Because you knew Tommy so well. But... Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew Tommy. I mean, we weren't like friends, but I knew him. Uh, Did Tommy have friends? Not really. Just uh, the people who gave him weed. <laughs> who was the first bumper when you started it? Was it Tommy? Or... No, it was actually uh, Duncan Trussell. Aww. <laughs> and it was just a weird, uh, like he asked me once if I wanted to showcase. And I was like, yeah. And he called me the next day. It's like, yeah, Mitzi doesn't want to showcase you. I'm like, well, she's never met me. And he's like, yeah, but she says you're a candidate. Oh, shit. Like, that's how crazy it was. It, yeah. Like, what? She literally had never met me. Oh. Did you ever meet Mitzi? Uh, not really. I mean, I... I saw her once sitting in her chair, and she wasn't in the best condition. So I just was like, I don't want to meet her like this. Yeah. So I just walked. I didn't introduce myself. But I looked out. You know, Adam had seen me a couple years ago in Tempe, which is where he worked before. And uh, I was opening up for Rob Schneider. I did really well. Adam had remembered me. There's a little bit of luck there, so I'll take it. Right. I've actually had Candace Thompson on the table. Oh, I love her. She's adorable. Like, we're bonded for life. I could see that. Like, you guys graduated together. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, it's a big deal. Like, it was the first showcase Adam had had. So oh, that's cool. Uh, 
Was she right after you then? I think she was a couple after me because I remember, uh, I think Kyle Ray went on before, right before me and then Jeremiah went on right after me. Okay. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, I had a good set and, uh, and then Moses called me the next day and this is when he was working the phones and said, you can start calling in. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's a big honor, you know. Now, are you, now that you've been on I'm Dying Up Here, are you, like, leaning toward more shows? Um, I like doing the voiceover work, like I'm on a cartoon right now. Right, where you get to say the hard art. Yeah, yeah, I get to say the N-word and get paid SAG scale for it. Uh, <laughs> but it's like Tyler, the creator, and he, he treats me very, very well. And uh, I like that because it's you can audition in your shorts and you can like on the cartoon. It's I don't think I've ever worn pants recording an episode. So. <laughs> Just it's do it naked. Oh, uh, you could. Uh, I and mean, there's some of the actors who come in with no shoes on, like they like to uh, record in their bare feet. Uh, right. <laughs> Well, I mean, the mics are so sensitive that if you move your shoes mm. or your foot, yeah, it'll pick up the vibration of the shoelaces. Oh. But I don't move, so uh, I keep my shoes on. <laughs> Still, I keep my shoes on, but my pants off. You could, I mean, uh, so it's, I love doing voiceover work. Just easy. And the money's great. You have a good voice too. You have a deep vibrato. So yeah, it's a weird like, uh, you know, it's like a black guy's voice, but with a little hint of whiteness. Right. I mean, that's the only way I know how to describe it. So. And you almost like for the first time I saw you the first couple times, I'm like, does he have an accent? Well, my mom was from Georgia, so I think I pick up a little bit of a southern twang. <laughs> I mean, we're just pay it's okay we're picking up the refrigerator <laughs> the refrigerator wants to be known it's all good <laughs> so growing up in LA because I grew up in nowhere so did did you like growing up in LA or did you dream about being somewhere else well I grew I got to grow up in Bel Air so I was pretty happy with where I grew up uh, yeah. uh, but it was very um lucky because my dad bought the home in like 1960. And then I think 62, there was the famous uh, Bel Air fire. That's right. That literally burned down every home but ours. Oh, wow. So it was like being in on a tech stop. We, we were the only house left. So our neighbors growing up were billionaires, millionaires, famous football players, and, uh, you know, OJ, and Kareem, and, James Caan. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I mean, all these famous, <laughs> you know, people from the 70s, 60s. Uh, Just a couple killers. Yeah, I mean, Stallone. Uh, he was great. I'd always see him jogging in the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't he playing the... Pretty much. I mean, he was cool. This was when he was dating the actress uh, Susan Anton, who, who was like a very famous uh, actress in the 70s and early 80s. And, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt, 
you know, they lived uh, by us. Harry Nielsen, the Fifth Beetle. This is a wild neighborhood. That's crazy. So when did you move out of there? Uh, my parents moved to Miami in uh, 88. So I've had my own ever since. Okay. So, uh, you know, I hopped around the city. Now I'm in West Hollywood, knee deep. <laughs> Just don't get on your knees in West Hollywood. I mean, you know, I'm the, like I live in a 24-unit building, and I'm the only straight guy there. But I don't mind, you know, it's cool. That's where you got your fashion. Oh, abs- that my mom. My mom is a big fashionista. I love the straight guy you Oh well, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get laid. So. <laughs> you know, don't seem to have problems with that because every time we see you at the store, they. Oh my God, I talked to you as Elvira. I remember now. Yes. Oh my God, yeah, we were. Oh I was fascinated by your story. Oh cool. Well, welcome to my home. Oh, it's a, you know, <laughs> this is one way to get here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly it. She's like, Joy, get that Because Tony Hinchcliffe was like, you two have some meat on this street. No, we're just talking. Well, I mean, I think people, uh, you know, I dated one girl with big tits, yeah. and they think that, like, my fetish, yeah. uh, and you definitely have them. Uh, Do I? <laughs> well, I mean, from what I can see, I've never gotten a first-hand uh, exposure. Uh, <laughs> podcast will be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is no podcast. We're not even recording. In fact, that's not my hands on your leg right now. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> so most of the guys at the store almost tease me anytime there's a girl with big tits up there. They're like, girl, we got somebody you got to meet. Uh, but, you know, I've dated girls who weren't uh, well endowed as well. So You've dated, like, the spectrum. I mean, not somebody on the spectrum, but, like, you've dated the spectrum, haven't you? Well, if you line up, uh, I mean, I usually only date comics, just because it's all in the round, uh, and if you, my last three girlfriends all look incredibly different, so, uh, I'm more of a vibe person, I don't have a physical type. I get that. So, uh, you know, an age, uh, you know, as long as it's legal, I don't have a target age range, of course. Some of my comedy comrades don't follow that rule. No. All the comedy store people are on the up and up. Uh, they don't, they're not very good at math. And they don't realize uh, <laughs> any number below 18 is an 18. 18? All right. <laughs> yes, we, I was there the night one of the comics brought a underage girl in and the whole whole back part of the comedy store. People were like, get her out. We got to get her out. We got He's got to go too. What are we going to do? Oh, no. I was like, oh, let me do it. Can I do it? I'll throw her out. Were you there then? I was. It was not me. No, it wasn't her. But it is somebody who has agreed to be on my podcast, so I'm not going to talk shit about you. <laughs> also, they're not the only ones, so it's not like they're going to Oh, that was me. <laughs> right? No kidding, right? Oh. It could have been me, or it could have been Everyone else. And by underage, we mean under 21 for people. Well, I was talking about uh, people who are under 18. No, yes, I know what you were talking about. (laughs) People in the roast battle world seem to uh, enjoy living life close to the flame. Do you miss roast battles? Uh, Not really. No? Uh, I mean, I liked it when it first started. Right. 
because it was really, I think back then, who can write a better joke? Like, I want to write a better joke than Earl. And I know he wants to write a, a good joke on me. And, but now it's just bullying to me. It's just like, how do I call someone fat? How do I call him a fag, a whore? Uh, or, you know, with Robin Tran, she's transgender. She's awesome. But it's like, okay, how do we make fun of her? Uh, it's just not... There's no artist here. It's just below the belt. To me, but, like, some people disagree, but... Because the better battlers battle a lot, so yeah. the jokes are old. Right. You can only call someone fat. So many ways. Before you just have to be mean. Right. That's not why I like the show. So you were there from the beginning, I was there the first night. Because I've had Brian Moses on the, the podcast. Well, I bet you have. He, he hated it. He does not like massage at all. And he was like, why are you torturing me? <laughs> You're touching my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, this is great. See? Brian Moses. So, <laughs> like, do you remember, like, any jokes that stick with you from the roast battle that were just... I mean, uh, let me see, uh, actually Kenny Lyon, who, uh, he's really the reason Roast Battle started, to be honest, because, was he one of the ones that were going to get in a fight with the other guy? Josh Martin and Kenny Lyon were going to fight. I did not know this. That does not sound uncharacteristic. And, uh, Kenny Lyon, uh, was battling, I forget who he was battling, but. The other person was bombing, and Kenny, who's been molested by his brother, was like, I'd rather take another six inches from my brother than hear you tell another joke. And I just re I, I remember that because the crowd was like, what the fuck? Right. That's how bad this guy's doing is you'd rather get molested by your brother again. Uh, and there's been a couple other, uh, like there was one joke where the N-word was used to, Win a battle, and uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, but it was very, uh, it's very creative how the how it was used. So no one saw it coming. Right. But that was back in the day when it was the Wild West. And, you know, people would go up there not necessarily for the battles, but just to, for the atmosphere, which was crazy. Right. I mean, I judged a couple weeks ago. And, the battles were horrible. I was going to ask if you've gone back into the belly room and revisited it. You know, I went, uh, I didn't really enjoy it, but, uh, you know, it's still uh, amazing that the show's going on five yeah. years later. And it's in the UK now. Like, it's yeah, yeah. international. I think it's going to be in Canada, Mexico. <laughs> Canada is just going to be a bunch of, I'm sorry, Abe. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fault. I come from a gentle people. <laughs> oh, little Canadian. That's Aww. funny. So what's next? What are you working on next? Uh, just the cartoon right now, to be okay. honest. That comes out, I think, in a month. Are you touring anywhere? Or are you just stuck here because of the cartoon? Uh, stuck here because of the cartoon, but I don't mind. Right. Because then uh, I could audition. And, uh, voiceover auditions are very last minute. Right. And they're very, like, they need them. Like, I'll probably go home tonight and get an email. You have to come in tomorrow by 10 a.m. 
but I love it. Right. Where did you perform anywhere else that you enjoyed, or is this like your home base where you would rather be here than anywhere else? I mean, I'll try. I'll hit the road if it pays well. Uh, but I'm not going to Texas or wherever. To... Not allowed in Texas. Why not? <laughs> My ex lives there. Oh. <laughs> Our exes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if I went back there, bad things would happen. But you could go there. I yeah, just not. I just have to take down my name. Yeah. Oh. Um, just not Lubbock. Like I could probably, which nobody wants to go to fucking Lubbock anyway. It's where Buddy Holly's from. That is. They have a Buddy Holly statue. That's where Texas Tech is from as well. It's a shitty school. I mean, it. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They screwed me. You're a fine school. Yeah. Oh, like a Canadian <laughs> roasting right there. <laughs> but my favorite boxer is from Abilene. He's this white guy who just took a unbelievable amount of punishment, and he didn't care. His name's Tex Cobb. I've heard of Tex Cobb. We actually got into acting, and it was quite funny. <laughs> now, do you enjoy boxing or MMA more? Uh, right now, uh, MMA, because it's a little more popular. Right. I'm going to flip you over. I bet. <laughs> Is this where you jack me off? This is exactly where I jack you off. This is where the house I mean, I've been to those places. And scoot down. Have you really? I mean, yeah. <laughs> is it uncomfortable? I mean, not if you know what you're there for. Like, okay. Okay. I mean, this is back when I was in between girlfriends. I was just horny and, you know. Was... Okay. I don't care about that. So, well, yeah, um... but that's why I was there. <laughs> you might want to scoot down a little bit more, too. Okay, so... Did they do it at the end? Like, did they massage you, or did they just go straight for the dick? Well, at the one place, and I won't say what Payne Regular referred me to, because he's pretty famous. Uh, said, There's one uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard in the same lot as Fat Burger. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got to go there, Momo Spa. Tell him I sent you. And I walk in, and because they're very... Uh, Concerned about you being a cop, so there's all kinds of code words and secret languages, you know. Uh, so I'm like, oh, uh, this person referred me, and they're like, oh yeah, we don't have. And uh, literally, they like touched my shoulder once, and we're like, turn over, and so. So you don't go the whole hour, then you just. You can. I mean, some are really good massages, and then they whack it at the end. How, okay, because I've always wondered this. Okay. Because somebody once asked me, I mean, they all ask for happy endings. There was a couple of them. Well, who, who's they? I, mean, like, I work at a chiropractor's office. Oh, okay. I've been at this chiropractor's office for 11 years. Um, and, like, a bunch of patients will come in and they're like, hey, Joy, has anybody ever asked you for a happy ending? <laughs> and basically, I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, what do you say? And I'm like, well, you know, I feel bad because if I give you a hand job, I'm going to have to go home and give my husband a hand job. And, that's just too many, and I'm tired. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I get that. Um, but I've had a couple people and, who have just come in, and they're like, yeah, just give me the, the exercise. Well, I mean, that's a new way. Of, I mean, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, yeah, the, the exercise. Are you asking for a hand job? No, 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 exercise. And I'm like, I'm 
fat do I look like I exercise? I'm like, uh, don't do that. So, yeah. But I've also wondered, like, because I give the massage and I'm booked, like stacked. Right. One right after the other. So what happens if I'm giving you a hand job and you don't come and I have to kick you out of the room? I mean, I've never not come. <laughs> but how much time would you do? do it depends on, you know, what your mood is. Like, if you're really worked up, I mean, you know, I, I don't go to them anymore. It's been years, but like I could refer people to. Uh, like that program? Well, there's yeah. that one. That's Momo Spa. And then there's one on. Uh, I'm tagging the window. <laughs> Santa Monica and Curson, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's above the 7 Eleven. Uh, there's three on Santa Monica and La Cienega. And when you're when you come, you're done, right? Like oh, yeah. flip you back over and no, well, some do. Like you know, uh, and then there's so uh, uh, you know, some uh, are very uh, Thorough and like, oh, I'll massage you for a little bit more, and this, you know, it's uh, cash only, obviously. That was my next question. How much do they cost? Uh, usually it's forty or fifty to get in, and then you negotiate. Uh, oh, it's a strip club. Uh, basically, I mean, it, but I think they pay off the cops, uh, you know, because obviously everyone knows what's going on. Uh, so, uh, yeah. you know, it's like the porno theater. Santa Monica. It's, like, it's a sex house, basically. Yeah, Cops. Right. You know. But it smells. Oh, it's so nasty. Uh, <laughs> John, going. I took a date there once, just just for laughs. I think let's I go in. Cassandra's like, I gotta go. It's crazy what you see. I like, because uh, it's mainly gay porn playing, and they have one uh, uh, transsexual porn room. Some people could that's the most crowded. Uh, and then uh, they have a straight room where nobody's in. <laughs> and they're not even playing porn. They're like playing Miami Vice reruns. Uh, <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, it's so nasty in there. It's, but people are getting, having sex and uh, jobs and just It's like eyes wide shut. Just... <laughs> Of course, I was in there with this hot girl, so like people were like, "Hey, what are, what are you guys doing? You guys swing or whatever?" And like, no, just, just warriors. Came for a laugh. I just wanted to watch. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. I recommend everybody go. I'm totally gonna go. But see, I just found out where I live in Santa Clarita is a huge swinger community. Okay. And I had no idea. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what happens? Like, what do I do if somebody asks me to swing? So I came up with this whole thing, how I would do, like, a ton of vagina. So I'd be like, thank you, no, but here's what it looks like. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, I've lived there 14 years, and I just found out about it. So um, nobody's asking me to swing. (laughs) And then I got jealous. (laughs) Well, I think they have a lot of swear parties, so I just... The permits are easier to get. Yes, there is um, buildings that they rent out in the industrial center in Cascade, and they just have sex parties there. I got to do one of my first road gigs was in uh, a sex club, but I didn't know who it was. Uh, so we got there, and they're like, "Oh, we're in this really cool club." So the first night was in the strip club between the strippers and I was like no one wants to hear anything that we're saying 
And then the next day they were like, no, 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 like we're in a real club, it's gonna be cool. And we go out on stage and people are just openly, openly having sex. Oh yeah. And I was just like, why do we need entertainment for this? <laughs> like, <laughs> how they bored? Know. How bored are you? If anybody gets hard, I'll like, tell a joke about my kid and call the cops. <laughs> well, it's just they want to know who's interested. Because if somebody starts laughing at a joke you told, obviously they weren't into it. They weren't. <laughs> they were like, fuck you, pay attention to my cock. Yeah. Keep sucking, Susan. Oh, I tell everyone they should go to the Studs Theater. <laughs> no, I mean, it's that. just... It's amazing how this place is open. People are fucking like, like we're talking right now. You just walk by and all these people are fucking. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Tip your hat, sir. The place, when I left, I'm like, I wonder if people leave Yelp reviews for this house. <laughs> oh, my God. And sure enough, there's like 20 Yelp reviews, which is crazy that you would leave a Yelp review basically acknowledging that you went to a, a sex club. And the, the, it's the same review from yeah, all 20 were like, yeah, the place smelled. That's yes. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, what do you expect? Yes. Guys have been fucking dumping loads there for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. I picture, I picture the AVNs smelling. And everybody thinks I'm insane, but every time they're on TV, I'm like, oh, I bet they stink. I bet it stinks in there. Because they're just putting fingers in any hole they can find. And I don't know. It's just how I feel. Celebrity reviews for strip clubs. That they're like, I mean, it was gross and dark and the girls weren't interested. I'm like, yeah, because they're yeah. only yeah. interested when you hate them. Sounds like the comedy store. It was dark, it's gross. It sounds just like the comedy store. Yeah. Girls weren't interested. Well, Vince was on stage. That's yeah. true. When Earl's on stage, all the girls I'm are I'm not saying that, but I feel like. I mean, I throw out the vibe. <laughs> Is it true you had your dick pic on a chair the entire time the other night when you were doing? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, it's late. Yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. there, you guys will see when you guys get past there. It's you're gonna go on late. So you gotta do whatever it takes to uh, get laughs. Yeah. Because they've seen everything. They've heard every joke. They've heard every question. They, you know, you. From out of town, you dating, you this, you that. Celebrating anything. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I had my friends who played with Slash's band in the room, and Ryan O'Neill was killing. And so I was like, I got I don't want to bomb in front of these guys. So I, had a, I put my dick pic in the, uh, in the stool on stage, and I, and I, I think I got naked at one point. <laughs> But you didn't give anybody a seizure like Don Barris did, right? When he showed his dick. No, I, I don't think I. Uh, I don't think I got anyone yeah. that emotionally invested. <laughs> it was Rick Ingram's friend too, which makes the story even better. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in the comedy store? Let's end with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the craziest thing I've seen. Yeah, let's go there. Uh, I remember one night. Me and Don Barris were on stage doing the band, you mm -hmm. know, which is like, uh, it's like uh, lip syncing meets uh, Guitar Hero, <laughs> sometimes Don actually sings, so it's like a musical improv, and uh, there were these two comics, Ari Shafir and Dan Madonia, arguing who had the bigger dick. <laughs> 
And there was a porn star in the room, and there was not very many people in the room. And uh, she said, well, why don't you guys get on stage, and I'll suck both of you off. Wow. So, uh, she's a hero. Oh, she was amazing. So as me and Don are on stage, there's two chairs, and uh, Dan and Ari are occupying them, and the girls going back and forth, blowing them. And there was maybe six people in the room when this started, and within five minutes, <laughs> you couldn't move. There were so many people in there. And, uh, and I think they were having trouble uh, getting hard, and I don't blame them, because it was just people taking pictures and video, and uh, it was like paparazzi on the red carpet. And, uh, so they, I don't think they came to a conclusion of the biggest dick. And then, uh, she stayed on stage for 20 minutes, naked, taking questions from the crowd. And oh, that's fantastic. I mean, it was kind of sad, to be honest with you, because this girl clearly made some wrong decisions. Right. Uh, we have a couple porn stars who want to do the massage cast, and I am very excited because I have so many questions for them. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a, you know an interesting world. All right, so is there anything you want to plug? Uh, let me see. Uh, just uh, Inappropriate Earl, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, The Jellies on Adult Swim, and uh, I guess that's it. Awesome. How do you feel? Oh, great. Awesome. It's the first massage I've been coming in probably a couple years. <laughs> oh, well, that's after I stop the filming. No. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, was this video, too? All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Happy Endings with Earl Skakel. Uh, please visit any of our sponsors and use our promo codes that I said in the beginning. Um, that's awesome. Also, if you guys could click, like, subscribe, send us comments, um, send us emails at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. I would very much appreciate it, and I will see you next time.